0: these bumps, mini bump, in which we explore R.L. Stein scleroderma. My name is Danielle, and I have a PhD.
1: My name is Jojo, and I have a PhD. My name
2: is Jeff Scleroderma Brown. <laughs> <laughs> and I finally know where my name came from.
0: <laughs> it finally makes sense. What
2: is... I, Daniel, you have. Do you please tell me you know what that word is that you said?
0: It's a medical condition.
2: What is? Whoa! I
0: think it has to do with the skin because it's got derma in it.
1: Long-term, long-lasting, debilitating skin disease. It's when your skin gets thick and tight, and scars form on your lungs and kidneys. Your blood vessels thicken and stop working. This is really a terrible illness.
2: Well, I'm glad that we could learn a little bit about scleroderma.
0: Yes. Yep. The
2: most horrible. And now I'm going to be seeing it pop up in the news that yes. we've brought it up once. I'm going to start seeing It's like the number 23. I'm going to start seeing it everywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everywhere you look, scleroderma. Yeah. There you, you're going to go out to eat the menu. Scleroderma. scleroderma. <laughs> menu, the special, scleroderma. Scleroderma. I, I got this uh, phone call the other day uh, from this person who just like they were just doing the heavy breathing, you mm. know, like the silent heavy breathing. Oh, yeah and then at the end they coughed and i said what and they said scleroderma <laughs> <laughs>
2: have you have either of you ever been prank called or prank called somebody else
0: oh yes no so so you're no fun so you're
2: okay. no fun and no one wants to ra- rag on you
0: yeah no one's trying to to heavy breathe on you no one has no one has my phone number
2: no one's trying to crank yank you
1: no one's trying yeah no one's no (laughs) one's yanking my crank over here
0: oh man it's nice though
2: danielle have you had your yank cranked crank yanked
0: i have my yank cranked and i've cranked yank
2: you've cranked yank okay i have to know what you i have to know the circumstances of the crank that you yanked
0: okay well you see uh my friend and i we were uh in second grade and we had a crush on this boy in our class what and was his name. Where is uh, he? His name was, <laughs> his name was Adam. Um and so we kept calling and hanging up. And um
1: <laughs> Wait, you
2: like this boy, right?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> this isn't so much a uh, crank call as it is just like you you is cause there was no like there wasn't a goof here. You were just <laughs> calling a lot.
2: Well, the intention wasn't to yank his crank. The intention was to profess your love.
1: You never, know, you never said like, you never said like pizza delivery <laughs> or whatever. Like whatever is and your
0: it- fridge running? Go catch it.
2: What do you have, Prince Albert in the can? I've never understood that. Is that a British one?
0: Prince Albert
1: in a can. Yeah. It's a, it's a type of tobacco.
2: Oh, it's a type of canned
1: tobacco, which would have been relevant.
2: Wow. That is an outdated one. Jesus
1: would have been relevant at the time that someone, uh,
2: when they invented phones. Yes. I, uh, I got prank called when I worked at Hollywood at game crazy a lot, which was a video
1: game store.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. People love to crank call like stores. Do you have, do you have Prince Albert on DVD? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you
1: better let him out of there. Oh, damn it. They got me again. Do you, do you have Halo? Because you suck. <laughs> it really
2: was stuff like that. Do you guys have the play, the PlayStation 12? Can
1: I, <laughs> can, I, can I can I pre-order it? Do you have that, Do you have the one where Mario and Sonic kiss? You better let him out of there.
2: Do you have is do you have, is your Sonic running? You better, better go, go catch him. him. <laughs> That one I would actually appreciate if somebody had called.
0: Yeah, at least it wouldn't have been topical.
2: It was usually like it was dumb, it was dumb things like that, and then occasionally there was one in particular that I remember, where um, someone called and they were like just trying to say mean things about my mom. <laughs> they were like, hey, uh- mom,
1: uh, hi, hi, my name's Jeff. Jeff, yeah, sorry, you're Jeff. My name is Chip. <laughs> and your mom's dead. Yeah, my this name- is a prank call. Then you just hang up
2: this kid called and he was like hey uh i don't know this the, the opening bit the opening salvo he had but it was something akin to like yeah uh is, do you have is your mom available for for purchase now <laughs> And I'm wow. like, I'm like, no, he's like, yeah, she should. She shouldn't be because she's a fat bitch. And oh,
0: that, oh no. Where they're like, the, yeah, it's not so much a
1: prank.
2: Yeah. and Well, it ended with me being like, oh, well, it's I was like, don't worry, dude. My mom's dead. And yes. they, they were like, yeah, she's in the ground, huh? And I was like, yeah. And then then he laughed and hung up. And then wow. 20 seconds later, they called back and he was like, hey, man. <laughs>
0: Sorry your mom died. <laughs> he,
2: literally, he literally said that. He was like, Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't know that your mom was dead. Yeah,
0: I took a I took a one second thought here and uh, decided that what I said was inappropriate. Well,
1: Jeff, I think we all learn and, and, then, and then Jeff, you're a liar.
0: <laughs> then I pranked him. <laughs>
1: I that was the well, great No, lie. you didn't you didn't <laughs> prank him, Jeff. You set him on a path. If anything, Jesus pranked him onto a path of righteousness. And God worked through you. I feel like I
2: honestly made him a better person that I think day. I
0: probably did. Yeah. You slapped him with a little bit of fake reality.
2: So, on, on today's mini bump, I read recently an R.L. Stein biography. And so that
0: was
1: riveting.
2: It was. It was riveting. It took me 30 minutes to read, it was very short. It was a,
1: it was a frog. It what what thank you. That was the best that was the best joke that you guys have ever heard. Go on.
0: That was fantastic, Joe. Keep it coming. I know.
2: I'm glad that it happened now. I am legendary. Go on. So uh from author MD Payne, uh it is Who is R.L. Stein? And and this is a series of kind of like biography books for kids. It's not just R.L. Stein is the only one that has been made. They're sort of like a series. So it's like
1: Yeah, it's Arlstein, K. Applegate, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> the Easter Bunny Sherlock Holmes Krampus
0: Oh Krampus is good I like that one
1: The Pink Ranger
2: And Barack Obama
1: yeah. Barack Obama yeah. Barry he gets, he gets up in there
2: Yeah You start with Barack Obama Then you work your way To the Pink Ranger
1: You think you start with Barack I don't think so I gotta lure him in With someone else Someone a little bit Some of the kids Like a little more Krampus Krampus You start with Krampus and Then you work to Barry Anyway, what's going on? Yeah, what's up? So,
2: I read this book about Arl Stein. Therefore, I am now an Arl Stein master. It told me a lot of interesting facts about Arl Stein. So, I know a lot about Arl Stein. And I know that you guys know a lot about Arl Stein. I know a lot of our listeners out there know a lot about Arl Stein. But I don't think you know enough about Arl Stein. And I'm going to test your fucking knowledge on Arl Stein because we're going to see who's the Stein master.
0: Yeah. This episode. Top quiz, motherfucker. I have
2: crafted. A number of trivia questions based trivia. on information found in this book.
0: My favorite thing in the world.
2: I, uh, I will be asking you these trivia questions. They are multiple choice, so you don't have to just think of an answer. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, there are some bonus ones. Sure, sure. That um, you can... So you
1: came up with questions, answers, and then wrong answers. Yes. You had that much time? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Arl Stein, as we all know...
2: Made goosebumps. He also made Fear Street. He also worked on a whole bunch of other stuff. He was born in Columbus, Ohio, in 1943, when the war was going on. Oh,
0: right in
1: the war. Right
2: during the middle of the war.
1: During the bi- during the big one too.
2: So, R.L. Stein was not the only child of his family. He there were two siblings he had.
0: Well, he always has siblings in his books. Yeah. So I assumed.
2: What were the names of his siblings? This is the this is the only question that is not a multiple choice because you both should know uh,
1: this. Uh, Jake and Jake and Hannah. Okay, it's fun. I'm glad
2: Daniel. Daniel, I'm glad you let JoJo try because we both knew that he was not going yes. to answer correctly.
0: Yes, it, it it's Bill and Pam.
2: It's Bill and Pam. Good Bill job, Pam. Bill and Pamela. Bill is the only one who kind of is relevant. Pam, they only mention at birth and never speak of again. Bill is uh Bill is the guinea pig because Bill is the one that R.L. Stein likes to start his scary storytelling. Uh, skills with so he tells bill scary stories as a child and that's where he starts to hone that skill aside from telling scary stories to bill ariel stein was also an artist he was very funny as we all know
0: oh hilarious
2: uh and he liked to create zines or magazines
0: that's that's legit yeah that's solid he liked to he liked to
1: create zines.
2: Yeah. He created his own little his own little magazine, his own little comic book looking thing out of just paper with his own drawings and That's
0: the baddest most punk rock thing you can do.
2: That is pretty punk rock.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is.
2: Question number 2. Uh-huh. How old was he when he created his first magazine? This is multiple choice.
0: Uh, both. Wow. Uh,
1: okay.
2: I will, give you, I will give you the choices. Wait till I finish. You'll give me
1: four ages? <laughs> I'm going to give you four ages. You
2: choose which one you think is the correct age.
1: Okay. They better not be like 15, 15 and a half, 15, three quarters <laughs> and 16 or I'll punch you. That'd All right. That'd be pretty great.
2: Uh, a, 12. Uh-huh. B, 12 and a half. I'm just kidding. <laughs> B, 15. Uh-huh. C, five. Uh-huh. Or D, nine. I'm pretty sure it's C. Daniel thinks you think he was five years old. Yep.
1: I think he was nine. D. JoJo wins that
0: trivia.
2: Yeah. He was
0: nine years old. Nine years old. What a, just a, just a kiddo. Just a kiddo. No computer. No. No software. doing that by hand. By hand. Xerox and everything.
2: Here's a bonus question What was the name of his first magazine? And again, I actually, this one I do have, I do have multiple choice. Okay. So the name of his first magazine that he created at age nine and he was Bob thoughts. (laughs) That's a good one. That is good. It's his musings. It's not really comedy or anything. Yeah. Okay. So a, a gaggle of gags. Oh boy. No. B, B, the all new Bob Stein giggle book.
0: Oh man. (laughs) C,
2: this magazine is funny or D or D this magazine is not funny (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> See, this magazine is funny. Uh, I'm going to say uh, R.L. Stein's new Zibbity Zappity Zoo.
2: The uh, all-new Bob Stein Giggle Book? Uh-huh. All right, Danielle wins that one. woo Woo-hoo! Ha-ha! The all-new Bob
1: Stein Giggle Book.
0: I knew he has to put his name on everything. Uh,
1: what I love about that is um, it implies... There's an old one. There was, a one there, was a, there was an original <laughs> version. That There was an original Bob Stein Giggle Book that maybe... He needed to revamp it.
2: So you may, this may surprise you, but RL Stein, not the most social of kids growing up.
0: No, he seems like he was cool. <laughs> he looks very athletic.
2: There is one sport that he enjoyed playing.
0: Uh-huh. Is it baseball?
2: I'm going to give you four choices.
0: All right.
1: Is one of them baseball?
2: You're off of Jeopardy. <laughs>
0: what is baseball?
2: <laughs> she just keeps going. Was it, it baseball? baseball?
0: How about baseball?
2: All right. Here's the choices: A, badminton. B, D, <laughs> D, bowling. C, ping pong. Or D, scratch ball.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I see what you did there. Hmm. Ping pong.
2: Joe says ping pong. Danielle?
0: Badminton.
2: Daniel says badminton. Jo- point to Jojo. Damn it. Which is interesting because what sport pops up in his books on occasion? Ping pong. Ping that's, pong.
0: That's
1: why I picked it. Yeah.
2: And yet it's, it's interesting to see like how, like looking at some of this stuff, like there are parts of his childhood that makes it into almost every book and ping pong art
1: imitates life imitates art life finds a way woman
2: kills (laughs) dinosaur kill God kills dinosaurs dinosaurs kill man woman inherits the earth life finds a way (laughs) life life finds finds a way Life finds a way so uh and again, I, I mentioned this a little bit ago and I feel like I'm I'm maybe treading back a little bit, but uh aside from having the one fear, part of this book is also finding out that Arlstein, Stein, he's not immortal. He's I, human, just like you and me.
0: I contest.
2: There's things about him that you're like, hey, I'm also afraid of that thing. Mm. Okay. And I do also like to play ping pong.
1: Yeah, but R.L. Stein has turned his typewriter into a kind of phylactery that holds his soul <laughs> so he actually can't die. Please go on, Jeff, with it. Stop trying to tell. Stop trying to tell me, hunter of R.L. Stein, to to go off the scent. As Stein
0: hunters, we know
2: R.L. Stein is the greatest game of all.
0: Yeah, that's right. The most
2: dangerous game.
0: Because it's inside all the time.
2: Uh, you can't get him. You <laughs> can't in get him. There is one book. So he's traditionally said books and movies don't scare him. He said horror movies actually make him laugh.
0: I was going to say, didn't he say that they're funny? Yeah,
2: he finds horror funny.
0: That's disturbing. He
2: thinks he thinks being spooked is funny. He has he has stated in this book that there is no scary movie, no movies that scare him, and for the most part books that don't, but there is one single book which has given him a fright.
0: The Necronomicon. <laughs>
1: What nope. are our options, Jeff? Because I have, I know which one I'm going to pick The Old Testament
0: <laughs> oh,
2: that's a-, a. Something Wicked This Way Comes by Ray Bradbury It's a
0: classic
2: B. Mein Kampf by Adolf Hitler <laughs> Nah C. Rosemary's <laughs> Baby by Ira Levin mm-hmm. Or D. I Have No Mouth And I Must Scream by Marlon Ellison
1: um, That was a video game With Christopher <laughs> Lloyd, thank you
2: <laughs> You can't
1: trick me So it's it's not that one. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I I want to say me wants to go with Mind Kampf, but I don't believe he would bother <laughs> to read it.
0: He <laughs> wouldn't admit that. I'm gonna go
1: with. Um, he said something wicked. This way comes and,
2: and Rosemary's Baby and Rosemary's I Rosemary's no Baby. Okay, Jojo says Rosemary's Baby. Danielle, what's your thought? Eight. A something wicked. Point to Danielle. Woo-hoo! He actually loves Ray Bradbury
0: I mean I could see the influence
2: yeah he's a big Ray big big Bradhead
0: and to his credit Ray Bradbury is pretty good
2: he's pretty he's pretty tight so RL Stein uh, went, grew up w- lived in Ohio went to school there went to high school there and eventually uh, went to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he found and He was outlet. in Ohio. Though. He was in Ohio. He literally was in Ohio for like for 20 plus years.
0: And then he moved to cool. New York City of all places.
2: So Danielle, who's doing the trivia here?
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right. You I'm are. sorry. Who's the Stein master I'm currently? Trivia master please call. Until I
2: relinquish my title to one of you at the end of this trivia, you will keep your goddamn questions to yourself.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Brutal.
2: So R.L. Stein attended Ohio State. The Buckeyes? Mm-hmm. I think.
0: Sounds plausible.
2: Sounds, sounds right. Where he found an outlet for his creative side and came up with the moniker Jovial Bob. So this is where Jovial Bob was this born. This was the
0: birthplace of Jovial Bob. Yeah. Wow.
2: Uh, through this outlet that he found at Ohio State. What was the outlet? And here are your here are your options.
0: All right.
2: There was an open mic at a local coffee shop weekly.
0: God, I would love that.
2: He wrote essays for upperclassmen and slipped in humorous anecdotes in them.
0: (laughs) That's kind of funny.
2: He edited the school humor magazine, or he created fake trading cards of teachers for students to pass around.
0: Oh my God. Can you imagine? That would be so badass.
2: That would be rad.
0: That would be punk rock. Uh, I'm going to go with um, edited the
1: school's humor section in the magazine
0: or whatever. You're both correct. Woohoo!
2: So Arl Stein, there was a magazine at Ohio State called The Sundial, which is the perfect name for a humor magazine. Sounds
0: hilarious. <laughs>
2: and wow. he became the editor of it for three years. And it reached heights beforehand unknown.
0: Tens unknown of readers. previously to man. Three, uh, previously unknown
2: heights where I believe the quote is that it reached a circulation at higher than any time in its previous 53 year history.
1: 10 people. 10
0: Five people. Five people to 10 is a big, big it's a hundred. It's a thousand percent or something. Yeah, yeah, it's big.
2: He he was out there trying to get those jokesters to get that magazine, and he got them. Oh, he did. Yeah.
0: He sold them. He sold them hard.
2: All right. Uh, so he went to college. He found his voice. It's jovial Bob. And then he made his big move. Danielle, you know where he went. I do. Where'd he go?
0: New York City. New York City? New York City.
2: He went to New York City. So he got a job working. He didn't have a job before he moved. He moved there. He
0: moved there job for like, a job.
2: For, he moved there too, and then was like, "I'm gonna find a job once wow, he moved there." Wow, So that's he saved up. Old. yeah, he saved up some scratch. Moved to New York City. What was his fr- his first job uh, when he moved to New York? Was working at a magazine. So he was still kind of in that same that same realm. What was the what kind of magazine was it? What was the focus? A Nudie. Uh, first one women's magazine. Nudie. That's technically kind of a women's magazine, yeah, Daniel. I'm
0: agreeing with you. Yeah. yeah,
2: A cooking magazine.
1: Guys can be naked, too. No,
2: I've never been naked, I've and neither have you, Joe. I've never seen
0: a naked man. All right, Daniel, yeah. have you ever have
2: seen Joe naked? You better say no.
0: No, I have not, no. Okay,
2: then he can't be naked.
0: It's true. That can't
1: be, that's the fact. It's like Schrodinger's nudity. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: women's magazine. Cooking magazine. Car magazine. Finance magazine.
0: God, I wish it was a car magazine.
2: Could be, Daniel. That's the whole thing about this. uh, What was the second one? Uh, Cooking magazine.
0: Cooking. Yeah. It
2: says cooking. Daniel, what do you think?
0: I gotta go with cooking, too.
2: You're both fucking wrong.
0: Shit. Women? What was it?
2: Finance magazine.
1: Finance? Part of me was like, there's there's an awful lot of Wall Street over there. There So maybe he would be
0: talking about stonks. They're full of Wall Street.
2: So here's a bonus question. Okay. How long did he work at that magazine? This one is not multiple choice. So just give me your, your okay. thought. How long did he work give there?
0: Give it a ballpark. Ooh, okay. Three years.
2: Joe says three years. Danielle?
0: Five years. One day. <laughs> that makes the most sense. <laughs> he he of worked all there the a
2: day. He worked there for his, he, his first day. He got there. They realized he didn't know anything about finance. Man.
0: A bit back in the seventies, life was
1: the, easier. I think how you, did he get the job? Back in the
0: seventies, man, life was easier. You just, you just show up. You just People show up. Job. Yeah, honestly, like
2: you, you, add, you answer and add in the classifieds. Yeah,
0: and they're like, you have two eyes, you have two noses. Oh well, uh, they
2: probably was like, he probably was like, I have a degree in English. Like,
0: all right, come on in, bud.
2: Have you read? Have you read Bob the all new Bob Stein's Giggle Book?
0: Yes. Let me. Here's a copy. I signed it
2: for you. <laughs> he puts that. Into all of his resumes, his bona fides
1: <laughs> are his, his t- nine year old giggle book.
2: <laughs> so, Arl Stein has worked at a few different magazines when he was in New York. So, the first one was obviously a bust <laughs> one day he was there and he got that's, fired. That's
0: barely being able to say you worked there.
2: He did, however, get another gig at a different magazine that lasted longer than a day. So, this was his an actual job that he was able to maintain at a magazine for a while.
1: What was the focus of this
2: magazine that he actually stayed at for longer than a day?
1: What are the options?
2: Yeah. A soda. Okay. B candy. <laughs>
0: okay. Good. C lizards. Yes.
2: D aliens.
0: Oh my god! If you combined all of those, so, so the fir- the first two can't be. It cannot possibly
1: be the first two. I feel
0: like those are traps for me. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> they're
0: traps for Danielle.
1: I'm gonna say D aliens. Because, but I'm really leaning towards sea lizards. So I'm, but I'm gonna say D aliens. Okay, you're gonna go D alien.
0: I'm gonna say you know what, god damn it, I'm gonna say soda
1: with <laughs> the soda magazine. Danielle pulls it out with the soda magazine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How could there
1: possibly be enough information on soda to have a publication? <laughs> What was the name of
0: this magazine?
2: So it doesn't get. Oh, it does. It uh, Bob barely had any money left to pay his rent. He found a new job at Soft Drink Industry Magazine.
0: Wow, the industry trade mags are the best. It was it was
2: uh, people who sell soda and everything used to make soda, from the syrups to the cans. It's 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 those real soda heads that are into that shit.
0: Yeah, you got to get the mix right. You
2: got to get the those, mix right. You,
1: those those fizz brains, as we call them. <laughs>
0: yeah, the those fizzies. pop heads. The fizz
1: heads. Pop heads. Yeah, they call them poppers. Poppers.
2: Yeah. So point to Danielle. Danielle is currently now ahead. You guys have been neck and neck. And now Jojo went with aliens (laughs)
1: because it made more sense than a magazine just about. And I I, listen up, Jeff, even though you've said what the correct answer is, I still think (laughs) it's nonsense. So please go on. So uh, later on, RL and
0: Uh his wife, (laughs)
2: they went on to work at Scholastic and he he published while at Scholastic. His first book right, titled How to Be Funny. <laughs> oh, oh he, did a, he actually he published this book and he did a signing for it. Okay. How many people showed up for the signing of his book?
1: What are my options?
2: Okay. I'm going to get four. A, one person. B, 100 people. C, 20 people. Or D, no one.
1: No one. I'm going to one person and that person was his wife.
2: Joe, Joe gets that one. Damn it. One person showed up. It God. was not It was not his wife.
1: Uh, that's, that's actually
0: sadder. That's <laughs> yeah. actually priceless. That makes me feel bad. Uh, yeah. He could have
2: had an increase of uh, uh, 100% if, really if his wife had gone. Bonus question. huh. This is not a multiple choice. So when he went to do this signing, he dressed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he wore something special to the signing.
0: He, he put on a fucking clown
2: suit. What did he wear to the signing?
0: Bolo tie. Ooh.
2: Joe says bolo tie.
0: I like the style.
2: Daniel, what do you think he wore?
0: Clown. Clown. clown, clown,
2: clown, clown outfit. Clown, clown. He wore bunny ears.
1: Oh, that's hilarious, actually. My God. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, think about it. A grown uh, adult uh, fellow uh-huh. selling a book of japery. Just <laughs> wearing bunny's ears, I believe that is the funniest thing you've ever heard. I mean, if God. I
0: saw a rando sitting at a table in a bookstore with bunny ears on, I'd be like, "That dude knows what humor is."
1: That he does, it, and he doesn't draw attention to it in any way.
2: No, That's he right. doesn't. And you know, he didn't. You know, he did not draw attention. They'd be like, "Hey, what's that on your head?" He's just like, "What hair? What are you talking me. about?" Yeah, I part it to the left. So he went on to write for Scholastic, and then, as we know, he went on to do a number of different things including Fear Street he actually also wrote and oversaw Eureka's Castle on Nickelodeon Yeah, I did for three years he did that and it won a number yeah. of awards while he was overseeing it
0: so he was he was good he was good at Eureka's Castle
2: and then he wrote his first Goosebumps book which we all know is
0: Welcome to Dead House Welcome
2: to Dead House a book that we recorded an episode for that will never day, air
0: <laughs> one day we will air
2: <laughs> never yes. it will play at
1: our funerals <laughs> It was really bad. It, it was bad. That a shame.
2: Well, on the topic of it being bad, how long did it take him to write <laughs> Welcome to Dead House or <laughs> options for you? Okay. One day. Okay. Ten days. Right. Three weeks. Right. One month. Oh, shit. Ten days. Joe says ten days. Danielle? One day. Joe gets that one. Damn it. It took him Ten days. Damn. To write the magnum opus.
0: It was quite it was quite a work of art, let me it tell you. It was his final challenge. It, it was, truly was. His
2: I first and final challenge. Oh,
0: man, did he stick the landing on that one?
2: Yeah, he wrote it in 10 days. Goose, He went on to be successful with Goosebumps. Goosebumps, we know, was made into a TV show.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's been made into two movies. Yeah. But aside from the TV show and two movies...
1: And several video games.
2: And several video True. games, it has also been adapted into... Something else, another form of entertainment. A mobile game. Here are the here are the choices. Okay. A mobile game would be fine. It'd be like an AR game where you can find Slappy. Yeah. he's in your house. Uh, a, a musical. B, a theme park attraction. Hmm. C, a live stage performance. God, I hmm. or D, a restaurant, a themed restaurant.
1: How is a musical different from a live stage performance?
0: One has singing and dancing. The other one's straight drama. I'm going to go with musical.
1: Joe
2: says musical.
0: Um, Which is technically speaking a live stage performance. I mean...
2: A live stage performance in my head is like a play.
1: Then why didn't you call it that? Okay, a a play. Sorry, it's a play.
0: All right, good. Now we're Mm. we're getting somewhere. Okay,
2: so musical for Joe. Danielle, which one do you choose?
0: Uh, Theme park ride.
2: Okay. Um, This one's a fun question because you're both right.
0: Oh, shit. I did not know
2: this, but... And I'm going to find the exact... Pieces of information because I think it is wildly interesting.
0: I, we have to, we need there's that like, footage. There's
1: a Goosebumps roller coaster. Hold on,
2: let me get to it.
0: Oh my God, we have.
2: Um, so, there's a
1: Goosebowlers coaster?
2: Uh, a Goosebumps attraction was built at Disney MGM Studios.
0: Yeah, that's right. Part of all
2: Disney World in 97. It was called Goosebumps Horrorland Fright Show and Funhouse.
0: That sounds delightful. Does it still there?
2: I don't know. It doesn't say it doesn't say I doubt it. I feel like it's one of those things. Like when you go to Universal Studios, I thought
1: like they would have replaced it with the fucking Incredibles or yeah. some shit.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, there has even been a live stage show. Goosebumps live on stage from 98 to 99.
0: I need to see that. I need to see that.
2: And a musical Goosebumps, oh. the musical Phantom of the Auditorium. So th- the all three of the first answers are correct.
0: But, but, but restaurant, rest- no restaurant. No restaurant. Damn it. I want a restaurant.
2: There was a 4D movie, RL Stein's Haunted Lighthouse, it played at SeaWorld and Busch Gardens from 2003 to 2006. That's pretty late in the game for Goosebumps. That's pretty
0: cool. Yeah. yeah. That's like when they replaced Michael Jackson. <laughs>
2: they replaced yeah. it with Slappy.
0: Yeah, they replaced <laughs> it with Slappy the dummy cuz I mean, why why the hell not? Why
2: not replace everything with Slappy?
0: Yep, Slappy everything. Slap everything. So, yeah, so board.
2: no restaurant. I do wish if they had a restaurant, what would be the name of the Goosebumps restaurant?
0: Welcome to Bread House.
2: Welcome to Bread
0: House.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome to Bread House. A Goosebumps restaurant experience.
2: That'd be a fun concept restaurant to work on, honestly. Welcome we
1: could- to Breadhouse, House. A 4D Goosebumps experience. <laughs> Cut and you will get wet. So, uh...
2: Arl Stein, aside from having all these things being created uh, based on goosebumps, also traveled the world. He has done numerous tours. Uh, he's done writing workshops uh, at all different places. And once Arl Stein was asked by a fairly prominent political figure to tour in one specific country. What country was that? Here are your choices. Okay. Russia. Okay. Eastland. Or Iceland, as the kids like to call oh, it.
0: Oh, I was like Geisland.
2: Uh Brazil, or South Africa.
0: Geesland for sure.
2: You said East. You said you think Iceland.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go with South Africa. You are both wrong. It is Russia. Of course,
0: really? of course, he would go really? fraternize with the Ruskies.
2: He went and fraternized with the during Ruskies. during the Cold War and gave them our goosebump secrets.
0: That
1: you're telling me that that RL Stein was an agent of America <laughs> who, who defeated who defeated communism yep comrades yeah and and you know
2: who was? And here's this. Here's the bonus question: Who was the political figure that set him on this mission to end the Cold War and get those secrets back from Russia? Oh. This one's not a multiple choice. Just give okay. me a political figure you think it might be.
0: Okay. What can we, can we have a, a year? A year? Uh, uh, uh,
2: well, this is during this is during Goosebumps time.
0: Okay. So the 90s, 80s, 90s. Yeah. The 90s. first,
1: the first Bush. The first. Oh the first no,
0: Bush? no, 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 no! Clinton. Clinton.
1: You think Clinton? Yeah. Okay. Think Daniel, who do you think? That
0: sounds like something Clinton would do. But I'm gonna say. Secretary of State Madeleine Albright.
2: If <laughs> I wish Danielle was right. Me too. Um no, Barbara Bush.
0: Ah, uh, that is. Oh, Babs did it. Babs did it. Babs was it. a librarian. Wow. Remember? interesting.
2: Yeah. And it's interesting because you know she was on the conservative side of things, but she sent him, who was so embroiled in all of this.
0: I know they this- were saying his books were evil, right? Yeah, all
2: this they hot water, banning
0: it from schools and Sh- stuff. She
2: sent him to Russia to to go to the Kremlin and take out to the riskies to scare them. Yeah,
1: yeah, because he's with scary our, with our with our American capitalist horror.
2: Yes, this is actually uh, the last question. With okay. with with a bonus with, oh,
1: with a bonus. okay. A bonus.
2: Yeah. okay. so uh, goosebumps is all over the world. Um, the, a, lot, a lot of countries have way cooler covers yeah, than the us. Yeah. covers. They look really I've intense and yeah. actually scary. The Japanese ones in particular oh, look man, actually the frightening. Oh,
0: oh, oh,
2: they translated into all kinds of languages. and in different countries, it can't just be called goosebumps. They like change the name, right? Because goosebumps it's is an idiom. Yes, yeah, an idiom. It doesn't make sense to them. What is goosebumps called in France? Now, I'm, I have four choices. Mm, okay. And I'm going to try and pronounce it correctly. Oh,
0: this is going to be great.
2: Because I have it in French. Yeah. And then I have the translation or the approximate translation. Okay. And Danielle, you can kind of give me a, a head on if, if this is close enough and if I have to correct it. Uh, the first one. Bosses sur un oiseau? Oiseau?
0: Oiseau?
2: Oiseau? O-I-S-E-A-U.
0: Yeah, so things on a bird?
2: Bumps on a bird. Yeah. That's that's number one. Okay. B Comtesse de Holmes Effrayance uh, which I believe is Scary Man Tales.
1: <laughs> scary Man Tales is pretty nice. <laughs> I
2: like it. C. char de poule,
0: Oh, chicken skin.
2: Flesh of the chicken mm-hmm. or Peur Malade which is sick bad fear. Death? Or uh, I thought it was uh, uh, sick oh, fear. bad or sick. Yeah, yeah, bad sick. Sick fear.
0: Sick fear. Uh, Real sick. The f-
1: the f- I want the second one to be right but I think it's the third one.
2: The third one, the flesh of the chicken? Yeah. Danielle, what, what's your thought?
0: It's, it's, it's chair de poule.
2: Chair de poule? Yeah. Flesh of the chicken? Did you already know that, Danielle?
0: Uh, I know that that's a good French expression.
2: Okay, that is correct. Flesh it's, of the chicken.
0: Flesh of chicken! Okay.
2: That is what it is known as. Yes. Yeah. And for the final question, this is a bonus question. Goosebumps is very popular in China. Mm. Yeah. And China loves R.L. Stein so much. Really? They gave him an honorary Chinese last name. What? And that Chinese last name is Kong Bu. What? What do you think Kong Bu means? What do you think it stands for?
1: Ghost man.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Are you saying that because it has boo in it?
1: Yeah, obviously.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was I I was gonna say. I think it's probably something ghost. Ghost lover? Ghost, ghost love
2: Daniel, what's so do you think ghost man Jojo Daniel, what's yeah. your thoughts
0: okay I'm gonna say uh, it means um, decadent cowboy
2: you know what I knew you took those that four years of Chinese for a good reason
0: I know right uh,
2: it just means scary
1: <laughs> oh R.L. scary R.L. scary <laughs> it's not bad R.L. scary well I think I'm pretty close that would Yeah, be a good pin name on that
2: one Rl scary. You you should just change it to that. Yeah, Yeah. Kongbu I guess means scary or an approximation thereof.
0: That's a pretty good last name.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah. it's a good and it it encompasses the man whose
1: last name is scary. Rl Stein. Yeah, Yeah.
0: the man who was so scary they put in his name.
2: Yeah. So I'm gonna tally up these these points. It's not hard because there's a pretty big difference. Whoa, jeez. Not that big, but noticeably with tally marks. And I at the end of this trivia contest. Battle! Uh, I have now. Uh, I need to hand over the title of Steinmaster mm-hmm. to Jojo.
1: Ah, uh, damn it! I'm the best.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he doesn't even care. <laughs> he doesn't even. Care. Danielle,
2: who really wanted a thing, while Jojo over here could give two shits.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's because Joseph. I. Well, the truth is, I really wanted it, but I have to. I have to be aloof so that the kids at home know I'm cool.
2: All right, so JoJo, you won. You won RL Stein trivia.
0: Yeah.
2: And also, you can go and find this book on like Kindle, which is where I got it. It's called Who is RL Stein? And it is like six bucks. And it's a quick little read. It's fun. It's, it's better for kids because it does have like illustrations and pictures. It has pictures and it's pretty. It literally takes half an hour to like blaze through. So, oh, nice. Yeah. It's a fun little book and it's cool. by uh, yeah, MD Payne. MD Payne with illustrations by Jake Murray.
1: Thank you to the band Dog Party for the use of our theme song badgering off of the album Hit and Run. It's a wonderful song by a wonderful band. You can check them out at dogpartylive.com and dogparty.bandcamp.com. Geesebumps is just one piece of a whole slew of comedy content from the Mom Hat Comedy Crew. You can check out our episodic Let's Play show, JoJo Has Fun, J-O-E-J-O-E-H-A-S-F-U-N, on YouTube, where we play video games wrong. We also do a fifth edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast called The Roles We Made, available wherever fine podcasts can be found. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, Geese Bumps Pod.
2: GeeseBumps underscore, Geese Geese
1: Bumps, Geese Bumps underscore pod. GeeseBumps underscore pod, because we couldn't clinch the one without the underscore somehow. Uh, and also, uh, you can email us if you wanted to say, email us to send us a question, comment, concern, or RL Stein Trivia, fact that you don't know, mm. that we might not know, uh-huh. uh, at uh, GeeseBumpsPod at gmail.com.
0: And we have an Instagram that's geesebumps. Underscore pod.
2: Geesebumps underscore, geese underscore pod for the Twitter and the Instagram. Geesebumps pod for the Gmail.
0: Yeah, if you want to cool. talk to me, baby, that's where I yeah. live on the Twitter and the Instagram. Baby, if you want to talk to Danielle,
2: slide into Danielle's DMs.
0: Don't
1: slide into Danielle's DMs. You're <laughs> asking for trouble. <laughs> the next episode of the show is going to be coming out on uh, May 12th. May the 12th. We're going to be reading Piano Lessons Can Be Murdered. Yes.
0: Which Reddit likes.
2: I've never heard of this book. It sounds fake.
1: I think that's it. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, my name is Sojo. I have a PhD.
0: My name is Danielle. I have a PhD.
2: My name is Jeff, and I had a PhD in R.L. Stein, and now I have relinquished it to Chojo.
1: Yes! This has been Geesebumps, a mini-bump, a Did You Mean Goosebumps podcast, and until next time, stay out of the basement. I'm the smartest.
0: Just like somebody I used to know.